And I remember sitting there in sixth grade and I had never really seen a vagina at all. Mm-hmm. And if my first vagina I ever saw was that woman's and the baby's head's <laughs> crowning out of it. I mean, that was definitely I swore me off sex <laughs> until about two months ago. <laughs> so that works. That works good. So whose kids are those then? I don't know, man. Who's those? <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 219 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh here on a wonderful day in Sacramento, California. Wonderful day. Should I start saying the shows from Sacramento in the the top of the hour? Um, Northern California, maybe? Does that make any difference, you think? I don't know. Do you think anybody would care? Maybe they'd be more understanding of our liberal views. Probably. Probably. <laughs> and not turn us off and hold it against us. Right. Well, nobody cares about Sacramento anyways. Yeah, it's not like... Exactly. You know, we could say Northern California. Maybe it's Oakland. Maybe it's, it's San Francisco. It's true, yeah. Maybe it's Napa, for all they know. I'm sure there's a lot of great wine Napa podcasts. <laughs> but here we are. Hey, last week's show, clip show. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I I actually listened to the whole thing. and Me too. Yeah, I thought they were good picks. I was telling you before I posted it, I didn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I was terrified <laughs> that Amanda might have snuck in, you know, like some crazy rant. Yeah. Maybe there was some sort of brainwashing going on. It's possible. You know, Amanda, if you're listening, that's how much trust I have in you, <laughs> dog. Yeah, you could have pulled like a Tyler Durden, like right. penis insertion completely no, i mean in, i mean that in the, <laughs> <laughs> right. in the as a compliment in the yes. best way well yeah i didn't listen to it for like till three days later so you know i'm sure my sister or another super listener would have let us know yeah anyhow that was fun i have a feeling we'll do another one over the christmas break mm. at some point or the holiday break Holidays. nobody gives a shit about calling it that <laughs> i can't wait though next year when Trump is the president and people are like playing this war on Christmas drum still, yeah. that'll be funny to see. Like, like there's so many activities that the president does, like the egg rolling, pardoning the turkey. Yeah. And there's always this sort Wait, of like egg rolling. Like on um, he makes egg rolls. No, <laughs> on Easter egg. <laughs> okay. They do like an egg roll. Oh, I didn't know that. That would okay. be funny. I've never thought of egg rolling <laughs> as a verb like that. Yeah. Uh, but that's funny. Um, no, there's this like sort of like quiet dignity. Mm-hmm. To all these acts, though, I think it's going to be so different when that guy's doing it because everything he does is so flashy, yeah, and about him, yeah, exactly. and with purpose, yeah. Like the the turkey pardoning is going to be like his new reality show, right? He's like, which turkey am I going to pardon? Right, and yeah. a shirt. It's going to be ridiculous. There'll be a shirt. I signed up for his newsletter, so now I still get his emails. <laughs> Man, that dude is swagged out. <laughs> He's selling uh, hats, ornaments shit non-stop jesus man non-stop i think did i talk about this in the show he's selling 150 dollar ornament for christmas trees but oh my god you posted it crazy yeah i did yeah it's just it's just nuts anyhow don't want to talk about that motherfucker (laughs) and uh, but you know yeah the last show we did have before that was when i went crabbing yeah man crabbing (laughs) crabbing by the blue sea sea. and it was fun yeah you know there was everything about it that i joked that i wanted no children no wives Mm -hmm. really not much internet either and it's funny because between the podcast and me kind of always trying to think of funny things Mm -hmm. and just my normal life and then my notion of like oh that'd be a great snapchat like you're always kind of on like, I feel like if, if any of us use the internet and social networks, you're always like in the back of your mind, like, hey, that would be a great tweet. Yeah. Hey, that would be a great Snapchat. Yeah. And it's kind of a shitty way to live your life. <laughs> it really kind of is. Uh-huh. Like over Thanksgiving, when you were here and our in-laws were here, like I didn't feel that way and it felt good. Mm-hmm. And then part of me was kind of guilty, like, oh, I should be posting. Like, these are funny. These are great things. And then the other part of me thinks like, who cares if about other people? It's good for us to have these memories yeah. to save, you know, then like when time hop comes along or your Instagram feed, which lives on. And I didn't do any of that. So in a weird way, I didn't make anyone happy. And now I feel like I didn't take one picture, <laughs> one picture from all of Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you have the memories, man. It's true. I guess so. And so, but the memories of your family, 
I think you want to do with photos. The memories with your guy friends when you're out crabbing, <laughs> who really cares? No. But it was liberating. Plus, the guys I are with, none of them are techni- technical guys. Oh, okay. These, these guys don't even barely use Facebook. They don't use anything. Yeah. And they listen to podcasts, though. And you know what I thought was the nicest? I took as the biggest compliment. <laughs> they don't listen to our podcast, but on the way home from the fishing trip, three of them rode together, and they listened to the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. What do they think? They loved it. They said it was great. Awesome. They listened to the episode about the gorilla sex, okay. which you texted me during that trip yeah. to say, come to find out, gorilla dicks, oh my God. tiny. 1.5 inches. That's a micro penis <laughs> on a man. And you know who told me that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my cousin, like Snapchat messaged me and said that uh, my aunt was listening to the show and she was so <laughs> curious that she Googled it. Right. And boom, 1.5 inches. One point, I mean, that would be almost hard to have sex with a woman. <laughs> like if your dick was 1.5 inches, imagine how shallow your stroke would have to be. Yeah. Like you could only pull back 0.75 inches to only get, to, to get half your dick like in and out. It's true, yeah. And I, I wonder how deep a female gorilla's vagina is. Someone Google that and, mm-hmm. and Snapchat messaged me or something. Yeah. And or maybe it's it's a very deep vagina, but the the male gorilla just has a super strong load ejaculation right. force. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, does that mean women gorillas have one point five inch deep vaginas? Because <laughs> if they have like a woman's vagina, yeah. If I, if you had 1.5 inches, your, your cum would just bubble out of the lips. <laughs> like you could not come far enough in a woman. I mean, maybe you could, and maybe some swim in there. But yeah. I always had the feeling that when cum is exposed to air, it like kills the sperms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I always just figured, like how hardy are sperm? Yeah, I remember in high school, uh, like me and my friends were told that if you pee on on semen mm-hmm. then it kills the sperm because of the acid in the pee i don't know if that's true or not but in like chemistry class one of my friends asked the teacher he's like hey if you pee on your nut does, oh my does God. that like make your nut not work Did he and call he, it nut and he called it nut and, like, and the teacher had no idea he's like you like pee on your testicles i don't right. know i don't know what you're talking about that's funny yeah busting a nut <laughs> yeah well i guess he couldn't have said come yeah i feel like people in high school don't say come no. They're too immature. Guys call it busting nuts. Busting nuts, jizzing. Jizz. Yeah, you don't say cum. Um, no, so, but yeah, I always thought too, like, yeah, if you came like on a lady and she like rubbed it on there, mm-hmm. I just didn't think they would ever get pregnant. Like, I thought it has to be in there, no oxygen, no air to taint that sperm, and then you're good. Yeah. Why not? And once again, Sex education on the show. We could Google it. Yeah. Someone's screaming at their phone right now. I had a sex ed class, um, and I went to a, a Catholic private school. Oh, for high boy. School yeah. And freshman year. And the teacher, like, the first thing she said on the first day of, like, sex ed was, ladies, don't let guys have sex with your thighs. <laughs> and she's like, because it can swim up your vagina and you'll get pregnant. Wow. And I was like, I wonder if she made up that saying. No, maybe, and you know what? But that you know what that does. I never thought to have sex with a lady's thighs. Yeah, I mean, I could have been fucking high school thighs <laughs> nonstop. Yeah, apparently she thought that that was a thing that they're like, okay, you're not gonna have sex, but maybe you'll let them, you know, right. stick it in your thighs. And what kind of high school girl when she's jerky off? Like, what good does she get out of that? Like, yeah, exactly. She just gets came all over. It's not like she has all these. Se- oh, my thighs are so sensitive. That's why I love in a porno whenever someone's getting titty fucked, the woman acts like it feels so good. Oh my god, the inside of my tits are so sensitive. Yeah, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't think so. So yeah, fine. Catholic girls love to get their thighs fucked. It's a proven. Or they fact. won't let you. Or they won't let you. Yes. So, you know, that's funny. Like, I would not give anything. I, it would, it would, you'd have to pay me a million dollars to give a sex ed class to high school kids, junior high kids <laughs> in 2016. Yeah. Because I just imagine they, they know more than I do, probably <laughs> at this point. But it's so hard to talk to kids that age, yeah. period, yet alone something that complicated and difficult. to. T- I mean, look, yeah, the dick goes in the vagina. They get that. <laughs> But I think there's more to it, to like about abstinence or being safe. Yeah, it's when it's mystified and scary, which I bet they do in a lot of 
Catholic schools and religious schools. Yeah. Just say, don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Because that's, you know, realistic. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you were probably shown a lot of scarred up penis heads and and cauliflower. <laughs> I did go to a public schools. Yeah. I don't remember too much of it. Okay. Because we definitely were shown uh, cauliflower penises. and To be like, don't have sex. Or at least use a condom. Yeah. Don't get STDs. Yeah. I don't remember too much. The only thing I remember was a video of a woman giving birth. Uh, and yeah. so this was when I was in sixth grade, which means how old are you in sixth grade? Like 11 uh, or 12? 11, yeah. So this is like 1992 or three or something. Okay. And the video must have been from the 80s because the woman's bush was huge. <laughs> like I wish I could give anything to find this video. And I remember sitting there in sixth grade and I'd never really seen a vagina at all. Mm-hmm. And if my first vagina I ever saw was that woman's and the baby's head's <laughs> crowning out of it. I mean, that was definitely, I swore me off sex <laughs> until about two months ago. <laughs> so that works. That works good. So whose kids are those then? I don't know, man. <laughs> Who's those? Um, no, that worked harder for me. They guess they could have showed me gross dicks. Yeah. But instead they showed me gross pussies. <laughs> and that's what freaked me out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, reverse psychology. I think that would freak a lot of people out. Yeah, I think so. it did. I think it did. Anyhow, camping was great. <laughs> camping was a good time. We had a lot of fun. The one thing I did was it was crabbing, and the bait you use is like chicken. And someone told me, hey, get cat food. Mm-hmm. And I thought, all right, I'm going to go to the dollar store because they'll have cans of cat food for a dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend $5 on some horse shit, you know, Iams. Or whiskers <laughs> or friskies. No, what's the fancy? Caesar. Caesar. That's the fancy one. Right, Caesar. Didn't want to do that, which I think is dog food, but either way, fine. <laughs> okay. And I go to the dollar store and I'm like, oh, sweet cat food. And then I'm walking down the can aisle and they also had weird cans of like only dark meat chicken. Okay. And it was like all dark meat. In a can. In a can. Okay. And being all dark meat was a feature. You know, you <laughs> never see that in you know at a restaurant yeah you know i love the dark meat i do i think most people do and it's sort of like a a secret like oh shit (laughs) like i remember at thanksgivings for years everybody would turn their nose up to the dark meat and they'd be like oh uh, uncle jay loves the dark meat that uncle give uncle jay or actually my grandma i think bubby (laughs) (laughs) bubby loves dark meat and i never really ate it too because i figured oh dark meat must be gross Mm -hmm. It's like the greasy, fatty, tasty part. It's the best part, dude. I remember when I was a kid, before McDonald's chicken nuggets mm-hmm. were all white meat, there would be dark meat pieces. Yeah. And my sister liked the white meat, so we would trade our chicken nuggets. <laughs> so we each get what we wanted. That's funny. Yeah, it was awesome. See, that's why places like KFC and uh, Popeye's and chicken places like mm-hmm. that, people go in there and they love to get the dark meat or the whole thing. Yeah. Anyhow, anyways... I've never seen a can of dark meat in a can. <laughs> and so I bought it and I thought, oh, this is great. Like you poke some holes in it. You put it in the crab trap. Mm-hmm. They're going to love this shit. I bet it's weird and tasty and fatty. <laughs> and I go up to the counter and I'm checking out. And the lady looks like if you wrote a movie about a dollar store, what the <laughs> clerk that works at a dollar store would look like. Older, you know, super overweight mm-hmm. and just looked like she was melting or like kind of like someone melting slash like an alien in a Star Wars bar. Okay. Like I'm not trying to be rude here. Okay. I'm just trying to paint a picture. Yeah. Just she looked crazy. I can I can picture it. And but so I'm still like I cruise up. I've got you know eight cans of cat food and five cans of dark meat <laughs> in a can. Like it looks weird. Yeah. Last time I went to that dollar store was when I moved in my house and I went and I bought bleach, a mop, <laughs> rubber gloves. It looked like I was going to kill somebody. Yeah. This time I looked like a crazy person. And she looked down at the stuff and she looked at me and she was kind of like, looked like she was judging me. Okay. Which I wanted to be like, listen, <laughs> you work at the dollar store. You know, like when you go in, you know, on TV, like when a poor girl or like a woman that looks poor goes into, I don't know, a coach store mm-hmm. and they get grief from the woman like, oh, you look like you can't afford this. It's like, you work here. You understand that. That Even if it seems like I can't afford this, you work at this store. Exactly. Nobody who can't afford something works there, (laughs) potentially. Like the the guy who works at the Ferrari place (laughs) doesn't drive a Ferrari. No. Because if he could afford a Ferrari, he wouldn't be a fucking (laughs) car salesman. 
you know? It's true, yeah. So you have no right to give anyone any grief. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, man, working at a Ferrari dealership must be a tough bracket. How many yeah. Ferraris can you sell a month? I don't know, but like, what's the commission? Like, maybe right, you, you sell only one? To, yeah, maybe you just got to sell one. That's some high stakes shit. Yeah. Where your entire month's income, maybe you get a little bit of a salary, but if you're not selling like one or two Ferraris, what, are you not going to eat that month, <laughs> buddy? Versus if you work at like the Toyota dealership, yeah. you probably sell two cars a day yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And they sell themselves. Exactly. People come in, they're like, yes, I looked up online. I want the Prius in black. <laughs> Just give me the fucking paper and I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, And then everyone acts like they can negotiate now probably too. I bet they hate that shit. Whatever. Anyways, dollar store. Mm -hmm. She was judging me. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I... I'm going camping, I'm going crabbing. I'm going to use this all as bait. And she's like, wow, a dollar for all that. I'm like, yep, yeah, it's, you know. She's like, well, you have to let me know how it is. I'm like, no, I don't know. I'm going to just feed it to the crab. Yeah. She's like, oh, because that's a lot of meat for a dollar. That seems like a really. She wanted to know. Like, <laughs> I, she, like, I, like the whole thing became reversed. Yeah. I thought she was making fun of me. And then on accident, I kind of made fun of her. And then I was judging her for wanting to eat the dark meat chicken in a can. And also, she works at the fucking store. She doesn't know. know what's in stock. I, I think it's that the stock at the dollar store probably turns over and That's it's a crazy. mystery. Or that chicken could have been there for a year. It's, I didn't even know we still had these. Exactly. Who knows? Where did you find this? I love going to the dollar store. It's fine, man. It's like sort of like a mystery museum you never know what's going to be there. Mm -hmm. There's always some weird stuff. And I always have this fantasy that I go in there and I find something that's like worth a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's been mismarked and then out's a dollar <laughs> like Xbox one. Yeah. I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What are you going to do? Yeah. So that was fun. But the crabbing thing was fun. I didn't do it. Nothing too crazy happened. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I tried to be a good boy. I didn't make one mistake. I, I dipped and you know, I talk, I've talked in the show that I like to man dip mm -hmm. with like, red man and the you know rapper no <laughs> <laughs> you go skinny dipping with red man you know what i never really thought about that <laughs> red man's not a native american no he's a black dude yeah from but new jersey. <laughs> from new jersey his name can't mean like a native american can it like what why does he use that name that's a good question yeah i don't know i mean does method man have a method I don't need, I'm not trying to take every rapper name. Eminem's not made out of M&M's. No. Which is about the shittiest, softest hip-hop name ever. Well, his name is Marshall Mathers, so you get the M in there. Doesn't M &M. matter. It's stupid. He's still named after Candy, Yeah. for Christ's sake. Um, either way, fine. Red Man, it's like long cut tobacco. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys I was with, he is dipping Copenhagen, okay. which is the kind that I guess has fiberglass in it. Is that true? I have no idea, but I've dipped Copenhagen before. It was and it was in these little pouches. Yeah. And he's like, You want a little bandit? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. He's like, here, try one. Dude, it first of all, I was drunk. <laughs> right? So that's never a good time no. to try something new. No. Especially something like that that could potentially make you sick. And I put it in my mouth and it burned. Oh, really? But it burned good. Yeah. It was like I I, I felt it. Like, I've never felt a feeling like that because when you dip the, the soft shit, it's like drinking a beer. This was like shooting whiskey. Oh, okay. I've never, yeah, I've never done the, like, the, the long, long cut, cut stuff. No. Yeah, it's so mild. Huh. It's just more fun. Yeah. And But this thing, I put it in, it burned, and then I was like, I had to, like, chase it around my mouth, and, like, I've never felt so unhealthy. <laughs> like, I know when I destroy my liver, when I eat a, a Whopper, it's bad, mm -hmm. but I've never felt so bad. Even when I've taken like chemical drugs, this one I felt like, even though it's natural, it was burning my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was not supposed to be. It's poison or something. Like yeah. my body is saying, spit this out, but it was also feeling good. Yeah, like I had like a body high. So did you like throw up or anything? No, but the next day I did feel hungover, which yeah. I felt really guilty about because I think this is a classic move. Is you're so excited to go somewhere. You get there and you overdrink mm -hmm. the first night. Like I think the uh, appearance of a first night hangover is way more common than a second day. Yeah. Second day usually hungover, and the next day I had to go on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> and you know we paid money to be out here and stuff, and so I felt really bad, but I I soldiered it up, mm -hmm. had a bloody mary in the morning, and was on my way. <laughs> nice. On my way. So that was a lot of fun. 
Um, what else did we do? And we did pretty good. We got crab. I think the reason why men love fishing in particular is because men love gambling so much. Mm-hmm. And fishing really is like gambling. Like, especially when you crab, you throw these these cages in the water. And when you pull it up, sometimes there's five huge crab in it. Mm-hmm. And each crab is worth, like, I don't know, 10 bucks or something. So that's like finding $50 in the mm-hmm. ocean. Or you pull it up and there's jack shit yeah. in there. And then you it sucks. But you keep doing it over and over <laughs> again. And then finally, when you get, like, five, it feels so good. And crab are so weird. Oh, yeah. They really are like bugs. Yeah. They're weird, like alien, gross things. It's not like a cuddly cow yeah. that you eat. May, are, like, aren't they? I could have sworn someone someone smart yeah. <laughs> said that uh, that they're like related to cockroaches. I'm sure. But, I mean, don't take my I'm sure. <laughs> that means cockroaches are delicious. Probably. No one's, I mean, is that why? When people eat bugs, people get freaked out. They probably do taste like some form of seafood. Who knows? Yeah, I think the the worst part is just when it like pops in your mouth because yeah. that's what I imagine bugs do. Is right, you just crunch them and pop them in your mouth. Right. But as far as like what I've heard Joe Rogan say from Fear Factor, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really taste like anything. It's just probably mind over matter. Yeah. And if you put something in your mouth and it grabs you, yeah, <laughs> that's got to be that's, weird. <laughs> yeah, that's like on an episode of Fear Factor, they had to eat. I think it was like African cave dwelling spiders, oh my which God. are almost the size of like a small crab. Wow. And this woman, I think it was a woman, she tried to put it in her mouth and like the legs spread and it just grabbed onto her, like Holy her face. Holy shit. And she started freaking out and Joe Rogan's like, just push it in, get it in there. So she's like trying to grab all the legs and shove it in her mouth and then she chomps oh. half of it off and the legs are still moving and she finishes it. Whoa. Off. That's it was hardcore. Disturbing. Yeah. I mean, those people that um fear factor they have to do that or when they used to have to eat those like blood sausages or like yeah. something just gross or fermented. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. No. no. I just I just could not. <laughs> um nothing otherwise happened, but then when I did have one nightmare situation. Okay. So, I was camping and there it was like um a dry camping, I think they call it. There was no electricity. Okay. No bathrooms, nothing like that. But there was a porta potty, and I didn't want to shit in my friend's trailer because nobody was using that bathroom. Mm. So he wasn't gonna have to clean it. Go in the porta potty, and it's super clean. Okay. Brand fresh, clean, like they had just cleaned it. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down, I took a poop, and the nightmare happened where the poop dropped, and oh, it was no. so fresh. <laughs> And so there was nothing to break its fall. Yeah. And then, dude, this was like four feet down. <laughs> or I don't know, three feet. Like, no joke. Boom. Spsh, and oh. the fucking blue porta potty water <laughs> backsplashed on my ass cheeks. Oh, man. I'm so sorry for you. And I was so terrified. I just thought to myself, like, please don't be on my asshole. <laughs> like, no matter, please don't have any yeah. blue in my asshole. And thank God it didn't. <laughs> but when I wiped back there, I mean, have you, you wipe. Yeah. And it's brown. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little red every once in a while. <laughs> Those are two colors that you used to see. When I reached back and it was blue all over the paper, it was disturbing. Oh, man. I, that, I, would, I would have just gone home after that. It was, I immediately, I felt you guys terrible. have to take me to the hospital. What happened? <laughs> I got blue toilet water on my ass, man. I got to go and to the say, hospital. Holy shit, you're right, man. <laughs> I felt so bad and so gross. Uh, but it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And thank God I didn't get like, you know, ass sickness. Yet, man. That shit doesn't always show up right away. What's it called? It's dormant. Yeah. It's incubating <laughs> right now. A crab is going to crawl out of your ass in a couple oh, of God. weeks because of that. Seriously. Well, that's like when um, English Paul, he said his dick mouth touched. It's a witch's kiss. Remember when <laughs> yes. your dick mouth touches the porta potty? What's it called when your asshole... <laughs> Gets blue porta potty juice on it. Uh, witch's wink, maybe. Witch's wink, or an ogre's kiss, or who knows what. Let us know if there's a yeah. a witty English saying for that English ball. Narwhal's poke. There you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. Nice. It was fun. So it's that time of year where on the show for years I've talked about this, and for any new listeners, I figured I would talk about it again. The holidays are amazing, Mm -hmm. but they also suck. And I hate giving gifts. Mm -hmm. I just despise it. I like getting them, but I'm really bad at it. And I told a funny story on some shows ago about my first Christmas with my wife, and I gave her a terrible gift. And I think that'll be in the best of this Mm -hmm. uh, next couple weeks when we do another clip show. But 
the point of this is my wife and I now with ourselves and with our kids do four gifts. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've told you this before, what, what you want, need, wear, and read. So you get them what they want, which can be, I don't know, for you, it's probably like guns or ammo <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, a goat, maybe? A goat. Well, a goat <laughs> is what you need. It's true. And a need is fun because that's when you get them something that they need that's not a fun, sexy gift, mm-hmm. like new underwear or, I don't know, a phone cover for their phone, mm-hmm. something just sort of stupid. Wear is obvious, clothes, or it could be cologne. You wear cologne. It's true. As you do this year after year, you start to get a little more creative with it. Like read doesn't necessarily need to be a book. Read could be a magazine subscription, stationery, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, whatever. So that's it. You get four gifts for mm-hmm. your spouse. And I love it because it has focus. And it's fun for my kids too because my kids get so many presents that it's really nice to focus it down to four. And then they get one gift from Santa. Yeah. Sinterklaasen. <laughs> and that's it. And that's great to only give your kids five gifts for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's fantastic. So my kids are getting older though. And my son is 10. And I'm starting to get worried like... At what age am I supposed to tell him that Santa? I don't even. What if he's listening right now? <laughs> Santa's he not real. I know he might be. What 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 year do you think is a good year for that? So do, is he still like pretty convinced that Santa's real? I don't know. Are there like inklings? Like I'm sure his friends have said something, right? Well, we we, we do the Elf on the Shelf, mm-hmm. which now there's this weird backlash against Elf on the Shelf. Like, you know, ask young parents what cartoon they hate the most. Mm-hmm. And what do most of them say? Caillou. Caillou, yeah. And I think that's just because people think they're supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a shitty cartoon, but it's not that bad. I, I personally hate Caillou. But why? It's just a stupid cartoon. Like, I have no opinion on it. I hate it because when my, when my brother was a baby, mm-hmm. I was 16 when my brother was like a little baby. Okay. He loved Caillou. And like, that's right. the only thing you would watch. He had a Caillou doll. Okay. He looked like Caillou. Yeah. And I always thought Caillou was a super whiny. And He's brother, pretty whiny. My brother was a little whiny when he was So you a think kid. he learned to whine from Caillou? I mean, it's possible, man. Okay. It's I'll possible. give you that. He is pretty whiny. <laughs> and there's this urban legend that Caillou has cancer. That's why oh, he's bald, that he's bald? Okay. or that the creator of the show in order to, you know, he had a kid who went through chemo. So he drew Caillou as uh, a way for his son to, that's all a lie. Like, that's just <laughs> not true. Like he's just a dumb, bald Canadian prick. Yeah. Like that's all Caillou is. <laughs> and it is a terrible show. Um, but where the hell is I going with this? Caillou? Caillou. Uh, oh, uh, Believing in Santa. Oh, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. There's blowback against Elf on the Shelf now mm-hmm. where parents, and this I kind of do agree with, is I think there's some parents that lord Santa over their kids. Like this one month, this is the one month of year you have to be good, and mm-hmm. I can be like, Santa's watching, <laughs> or the Elf is watching, because that's the point of the Elf on the Shelf. If anybody has doesn't have kids or you know doesn't, doesn't read about this, the Elf on the Shelf is this fake elf doll you put in your house and you tell your kids it's like santa's eyes Mm -hmm. santa can't be everywhere so he has these little magic elves and they come in your house and they're watching you (laughs) i mean that's like a a weird way to raise a kid yeah to say there's a there's a magic elf i guess it's like god or jesus not that different i mean yeah it really isn't (laughs) okay fine i don't mean to say it's weird (laughs) if you're raising your kids to believe in religion um, anyhow, people say it's stupid. I kind of agree, but the kids love it so much. Mm-hmm. And I think now that my son's 10, it's hard to tell a 10-year-old, yes, there's this magic toy in our house that every night flies to the North Pole. And today he said, that's physically impossible. <laughs> I said, he, he, the North Pole is a thousand miles away, Dad. How does he get there that fast? Come back. And I said, it's magic, buddy. You got to believe. Just believe. Yeah. But he looked in my eye and said, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> and so I kind of think maybe this is the year I sit him down and I say, buddy. But then what do you say? I've been lying to you for 10 years. I, so I, I have an idea. Yeah. When you, is the shelf out or the, the elf out already? Not yet. So tomorrow's the, the first of December. So it'll be the first. Day. Okay. So when you take it out, you should hide like a, like a little, like, like an old SIM card or something in there mm-hmm. and then be like, Evan, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. It's not magic. 
he has a little transmitter that transmits oh, shit back. Just double like, down on the yeah, lie. Yeah, <laughs> to be like, see, I just, I, I didn't want to tell you because it's secret. <laughs> but now that you're, you're old enough, I think I you can should really know. tell you the truth. Like, yeah. that's what I should do. Like, it's not magic; it's technology. And by the way, I'm not your real dad. <laughs> like, while we're putting secrets out on the table, Santa's not real. The elf isn't real, and I'm not your real dad. <laughs> but I love you. I love you, buddy. <laughs> Oh Lord! That, yeah, that would be terrible. No, I thought you were gonna say that I, I, I tell him the elf is a robot, <laughs> like Westworld style. Okay, Westworld style. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe this year. But see, the other thing is, I remember when I knew Santa wasn't real and my sister didn't. That was exciting too, because mm-hmm. I was in on the joke. Mm-hmm. I was in on the secret. And when my mom wanted to put out cookies, like I got to help do that. That was really cool too. But my sister never got to do that. Yeah. She had to wait to have her own kids in order to experience that feeling. So I think now that I have a two-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a 10-year-old, the eight and the 10-year-old love seeing Christmas through her eyes as much as we yeah. do. So I think we tell them. I think my 10-year-old, this should be the year my wife and I sit him down and yeah. have the talk <laughs> with him. I, I don't think I was ever really, I like, really believed in Santa. Like, no, I never had a moment where I was like, "Oh my God, Santa's not real," mm-hmm. because my parents didn't really like play it up like he was he was real, right? And any presents they gave me, they wanted to know that it was it was right. from them. This is from like, me. Hey, motherfucker, I bought this right. shit for you. Or hey, goddammit, right. I pay for this, so you you I put my name on it, okay? Right. So <laughs> and I I can totally respect that. Yeah, that's kind of like in my house where Santa only gives them one gift. Mm-hmm. And I think in our wives' house, it was much different. I think Santa gave them most, if not all, the gifts. And I think in my house, it was 50-50. Because that's fair. Mm. Your parents deserve some goddamn <laughs> credit, too. Yeah. Let this be the time where you think them are great. Yeah. And they are great. Whatever. So want, need, wear, read. Nice. It's a fun thing to do. And, and you should do it. Uh, I got in trouble the other day because I've joked that now since Trump won, why be a nice person? Yeah. Like, there is no karma. There is no God. Who cares? The world's going to burn to hell. People that are evil and cheap people are winning. Mm. So why should we be good people? Right? We yeah. should just be pieces of shit. But I can't. In my heart, I'm just too nice. And the other day, I was on my favorite website, Next Door, you know, which I've talked about, mm-hmm. where everyone's super casually racist <laughs> and stuff like that. And this lady said, I'm having computer problems. I don't have any money. <laughs> I need, I need to somehow hook up this thing to that thing. Is there anyone out there that'll help? And I said, fuck, fine. <laughs> I, I sent her a message and I said, hey, Marilyn, my name's Dan. Like, you know, what's going on? Like, I'll try over the internet mm-hmm. to just, you know, help you. And because what I really wanted to say to her was, I'm just really good at Googling. <laughs> like, whatever problem you have, yeah. I'm going to copy and paste it into Google, <laughs> dive down some rabbit holes, and then send you some links. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think that's what most IT guys do. Probably. They're just really good at Google. <laughs> and you start to learn things after years and years of Googling the same questions. You just know it. Yeah. But truly, I think most IT people are just really good at Googling. Sorry if you're an IT person. Or they're just on Reddit, like on some forum. Like, right. hey guys, this is the problem. Right. Yeah. And then other professionals, it's the same thing. Exactly. Like a plumber. Yeah. Like I remember one time I went to the doctor and I saw him Googling. <laughs> like he was on a doctor database typing in, you know, 1.5 inch penis. <laughs> How did his wife get pregnant? <laughs> Very sensitive dick mouth. I don't remember what he was looking up. I think I had a rash. I think I talked about this rash once on the show. Okay. I had a rash for like three months, covered my entire neck, arms. It was a nightmare. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that's what he was Googling. Anyhow, same thing happens with IT people. I was the IT person, and she's like, well, here, why don't you call me? And here's my number. It's blah, 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 666. And she said, and oh, the 666 is real. Ha, ha. And I thought, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like, she thought that I thought that was a joke number yeah. with a 666 in it. So I wrote back, and in my phone number, there's 69. And <laughs> I said, and oh, 69 is real in mine too because <laughs> i thought maybe she was being funny and i wanted to be funny too okay and she didn't respond to it like at all did you ever end up calling her no i didn't but it did make me think to myself like not enough people when i tell them my phone number they don't go nice <laughs> or something like that do you say 69 like 69 22 or whatever it is 
I say, yes. Oh, I, no, you're right. I don't go 69. <laughs> I probably say 69. Yeah. So that's on me. It's, yeah, you need to start saying 69. 69-in. Yeah. Maybe, even at the end. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> it's okay, fine. But I felt, I felt like a weirdo. And I Googled her. I sent her some notes. And now she won't stop emailing me. Uh, she can't figure it out. She wants me to go to her house. I mean, this is just a stranger. You should just repaste your original message of, and the 69 is, and then capital right. real. Just let her know. Yeah. I know you said you can't pay, <laughs> honey. Uh, yeah, is this the story of a porno? <laughs> I don't know. Or my new wife. Yeah. Or I get murdered. <laughs> this would be a pretty long con for her to get me to murder me. You never know, man. Yeah, that's true. Plus, now I've talked about it on the show. I feel like there's a lot of evidence out there. Yeah. They would be able to, to find my killer. Her name's Marilyn. <laughs> Here's her phone number. Fine, 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 fine. Yeah. Well, it's 666. It's got obviously. 666. So you figure it out. There's only so many combinations it can be. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, and I need your advice okay. on something. This is a real question. From me to you. Okay. So I have a cat that I adore. Her name's Piper. Mm-hmm. And... I, she's not my cat, my big 16, 17-year-old cat, who I think is like going to die all the time. That's Jack. Mm-hmm. So Piper, my other cat, who I love, she pisses in the house. And she pisses on beds, and she's always pissing on my son's bed. And she's ruined hundreds and hundreds of dollars of furniture. Mm-hmm. You know, in my daughter's nursery, she has this beautiful ottoman. Pissed on that. <sighs> My kids had beanbag chairs that they used to play video games in. Pissed in those. My suitcase. I've talked about my (laughs) suitcase that I loved so much. Pissed on it. Pissed on my business clothes. (laughs) I mean, I I forgave her for all those. Mm -hmm. And then when I was man crabbing, and I'm the one that always has to take care of it. You know, cat pee is disgusting. Yeah. It smells like nothing else. It's not like dog pee. Dog pee kind of smells like human piss mm-hmm. a little bit, even easier. I mean, all dogs do is drink water and eat the same dog yeah. food every day. Like, they're pretty good to go. Uh, but cat pee, I think it has something to do with their livers. It's disgusting. And so the cat is, quote, unquote, my cat. So when she pisses on stuff, mm-hmm. my wife my wife doesn't even like touching lunch meat. Like, she's not going <laughs> to clean up a piss or a shit. Like, I'm the designated nasty boy. <laughs> yeah you are i really am (laughs) if a dog pukes on the rug it's not my wife's beautiful hands rubbing out you know the puke and like a jute rug you know what jute is dog i don't jute is a fabric that's very uh porous okay you know and so when when the puke gets in the jute getting out is a nightmare man yeah I'm the nasty boy <laughs> in the house. I'm filthy. You say that like it's like a, like a role-playing game that you guys I'm play. I'm nasty. Like, I'm the nasty boy. <laughs> and she's the sweet, clean mommy. <laughs> now clean up the piss, nasty boy. <laughs> and she rubs my face in it. <laughs> no, but I, I just don't care. Like, I, I don't know if it's just my personality. Like, I'm just like, I'll just wash my hands. Yeah. If I got to touch something gross, I'll just wash my hands. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. She had to clean it all up on her own. And I guess it was like a piss fest. The cat, the cat pissed. You know what the cat pissed on? On my dining room table, there was a, a laundry basket of clean laundry. The cat <laughs> climbed on the table into the laundry basket and pissed on the clothes. That's, yeah. I, I think that's some type of vengeful shit, man. Do but you, that's the do thing. You beat this cat? No, like the cat's life is great. <laughs> But you're right. Like, typically it means there's, like, a health issue or the cat's mad at us. Mm -hmm. And my wife thinks because I was out of town, the cat was pissed. You know, we used to be able to watch your dog. Yeah. And other people's dogs. We had a a deal. We'd watch their dog. They'd watch our dog. And every time we would watch someone's dog, then she would piss on something. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Cause and effect. Yeah. So now we can't watch anyone's dog. I don't know what happened. Here's the question. I'm making her live in the garage now. I put her in the garage with Jack, mm. and I won't let her back in the house, and I feel terrible about it. Has she pissed on anything in the garage? Not yet. Um, Not yet. I mean, what else, what else can you do, man? I know. It sucks. But yeah. I just I, I, feel, I feel real guilty as a pet owner, but I don't know what else to do. I, I can't have her living in the house anymore. Is there any type of, like, cat repellent? Yeah. Thing that you can like spray on. Just everywhere. On everything. And yeah. fumigate my entire house <laughs> against this cat. Or can you like take out her 
her ability to pee? Is that possible? Take, take out her vagina? <laughs> yeah. <just laughs> and everything. Like hang it on a string? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think she already has had a hysterectomy because she's fixed. Oh, okay. They rip everything out, right? What about the insides? Those, uh, like, is it hard to teach cats things? To go I've in the seen, toilet? Yeah, I've seen cats go uh, in the toilet. Yeah, that, but you know how you train them? You have to like basically decommission a toilet and put dirt in it first. Oh, the, so they use it like a litter yeah, box? Yeah, you put like a litter box in there. Then before they just start dropping raw into the bowl. Gotcha. Okay. There's a way you have to do it. There's a process to really sense. train them. Anyhow, I don't know. Poor Piper. Yeah. What am I going to do? Nothing. What am I going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> we got so much left to do on the show. Mm-hmm. Let, let's knock through a couple of things real quick. So last month, um, I forgot to talk about Patreon. Yeah. So we have a Patreon account. And if anyone wants to go, patreon.com slash show, which I can never say, and, and kick some money in for us. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, and one thing I want to say, because people come and go mm-hmm. from the Patreon. They pledge money, and maybe they pledge $4, and then they go down to 2 mm-hmm. Or maybe they disappear, and then they come back. I just want anyone. And then sometimes they write me a nice email like, hey, money's tight right now. I don't want you to take it personally. And I'm like, dude, what? Take it personally. Like, you are a hero. Yes. And you don't have to give us a dollar. No. Like, it doesn't matter at all if you have to come and go. Um, if you're, like, pissed at us, I'd like to know that, though. <laughs> so I can try to win your heart back. No. Yeah. But, yeah, don't ever feel bad to any of those patrons out there that come and go. Um, we really appreciate it. But let me give a quick shout-out here to some of the folks. Um, the list's getting long. You know, it's almost getting too long that once we, like, break 30, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if we can still do it on the show. Right now, people are like searching for their phone. Like, fast forward 10 seconds, fast forward 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, but here, I'll go quick. Uh, Brian and Catherine Riley, our boy Scooter, uh, the sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, another Brian, Alex, Mike, just Mike. Uh, and another endless Mike, a lot of Mikes mm-hmm. who throw us a bone. Haley, Keenan, Milan, Lori, Nick, Joe, Paul from Roanoke, uh, our friend Seb, Shane, Lisa. Uh, Christopher, Dylan, and Vix. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I feel like such a shill, but uh, I really <laughs> appreciate all you folks that do that. Fantasy football. We should talk about that real quick. Yeah. The pr- regular season is drawing to a close. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that it's already been like 13 weeks that we've been doing fantasy football. You're still at the top of the pack. <laughs> You're 10 and 2 in mm-hmm. one league and 1 and 11. <laughs> In the other league. That fucking league, man. Which is just crazy. Tore my ass apart. I really did. But you're on top. You're already in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So am I in that league. And in the other league, it's real neck and neck. Yeah. Like everyone's eight and four, seven and five. So except for you. You're one and (laughs) eleven. So no one knows what's gonna happen. I think I'm playing you this week. Yes. In that league. So I hope I crush you. You will. And I, 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 I threw a message up there. Yeah, you're all jammed up. Yeah, both my running backs are on bye week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, buddy. I give up already, man. It's but, okay. Yeah. You might as well. Yeah, but I, I might win that, that yeah. other league, man. Well, the other one, you're doing good. You're looking real good. And and then other, one other quick thing. Uh, there was this really nice podcast. It's called Seriously Casual. And this is hard. Guys, if you're listening, you got to change your URL. It's srslycasual.com, which I get. There's probably seriously spelled out casual.com. And I know seriously spelled like that is like a a text, like what a a person would write. Yeah. It's just really hard phonetically to throw that out (laughs) because everyone's going to go to seriously casual spelled out. Um, But it's a great podcast and they listen to our show and gave us the nicest review. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. Like I love more than anything when another podcast likes our podcast yeah especially they have like another similar shoot the shit podcast i guess okay not as good though <laughs> clearly no there's this funny too i actually listened to it and enjoyed it they they know what they're doing it sounds really good mm-hmm. and the content was really funny so yeah check it out if you're looking for another funny podcast like eddie and mine they're good folks nice all right wow the show is flying by i mean listen what time we got here yeah, let's do a couple questions. Yeah. Um, I've got some funny, funny voicemails. I'll play those next week. But let's uh, bang through a couple questions really quick. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. We got answers. We got answers. 
All right, so every week people send us questions. They ask us for advice or they want to share their own real treats. They ask us if something's weird. You can be anonymous if you'd like. Saveforthishow.com slash contact. Saveforthishow at gmail.com. On Twitter at SiftShow. However you'd like, you can reach out. Here's a question. It says, regarding episode 215, I enjoyed the show. And I was surprised to learn I've been listening to it for four years now. Oh, wow. Four years. I don't know the starting date, so I'll just wish you and Eddie a happy anniversary today. And this is anonymous, but I think this might be from a listener named Al. Okay. Who is super cool. Yeah. He was like the first guy when we first started the show. And I was like, this this guy, we got our first review. Yeah. Or something. And he drew that picture? Yeah, he drew us a picture. That's like awesome. I think this is if it's not you. <laughs> Shout out to you, Al, either way, and to this other guy. Um, but he goes on to say, oh, yeah, I remember this. I'm not Jewish, and I still think he went a bit too far with the Holocaust jokes. <laughs> Thankfully, it was brief. It's like a rape joke. If you do it, it should be incredibly fucking funny, so it overcompensates for the ugliness of the topic. Your run-of-the-mill humor, I like, but it doesn't rise that high on the comedy gold scale. <laughs> You're like pyrite. Still, very enjoyable show. So we're like pyrite. <laughs> Fool's gold? For fool's gold, man. We're not even real gold. Man, okay. I don't I don't think he meant it that way. I mean he has been listening for four years. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't be torturing himself. <laughs> um I remember that joke. I I said it was like a Halloween costume that somebody would go as an oven yes. and a Jew or something. <laughs> yeah. Um I still feel like the Holocaust jokes aren't close to rape jokes. Like I know millions and millions of people were killed and it's like an absolute disgusting thing. But I, I feel like making rape jokes is worse, still, especially as a guy. Yeah. It's, it'd be really hard. And I grew up Jewish, so I'm allowed to make <laughs> Holocaust jokes, okay? Exactly. Yeah, you're allowed to. All right. Jeez. <laughs> um, but no, but thank you uh, either way. Uh, another question. What's up, Dan and Eduardo? It's Dan's twin, Brian, here. I got one for you. I'm going no-shave November and working on a sweet November beard, and my wife hates it. She won't come near me, not even a kiss. What's up with that? It isn't a nasty homeless man beard or anything. She thinks it's an affront to her, like a slap in the face or something. It's not like I make her shave anything before getting down and dirty, so what gives? Did this happen with your yeard? Now it's a matter of pride. I gotta keep the beard, even if it means no loving, right? Also, my real treat is warm socks. Wool socks. <laughs> Wool socks. They're warm and comfortable, and you don't have to wash them every time. They're amazing. Thanks for keeping it real. Pussy got wet, pussy stay wet, pussy always wet. <laughs> so thanks, Brian. Uh, yes, wool socks are fantastic. Yes. I'm actually literally wearing wool socks right now. Oh, you Look are, at that, yeah. I really am. And that's very true. So I'm very familiar with this situation. Mm-hmm. He mentioned my yeard. Uh, last year, two years ago, I threatened to grow a beard for a year. <laughs> and what did I make it to, like, April? <laughs> yeah, I th- or the, almost the end of March, maybe? It wasn't too long. No. <laughs> and I was starting to get a pretty good beard, too. But, like, Brian's wife, my wife, despises the beard. Mm. And I actually think I don't look that bad with it. And I don't think it's because she doesn't like the way I look. She doesn't like the way it feels. Mm. You know, when I kiss her and my nose hair is going, or I'm sorry, my, my mustache hair is going in her nose, I get that. Yeah. That's not a feeling anyone wants. Or like a man's beard after like a week's worth of growth or three or four days, it's like a razor blade. Yeah. Like, you know, no man or woman wants to nuzzle up on that. I think some people might like it. That's where Brian and I went wrong. You know, <laughs> we should have married a gal, a nasty girl who wants to have her face rubbed on a beard. Yeah. But our lovely ladies don't. And and I think if, if Brian's wife is like mine, here's what happens. It does become kind of a power struggle where, you know, she says to you, I hate that. And you say, well, I like it. I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. So now she's she's right. She thinks it's like an affront to her. And you're like, you know, doing it to like piss her off. <laughs> but I'm of the mindset that I'm just like, you know what? Whatever you like, baby. <laughs> you don't want a beard anymore? <laughs> It's gone. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I feel like if I told my wife, like, please dye your hair red, please do something, like, mm-hmm. I just, I really want it. Like, she would, at least once. <laughs> as, but I would, if I told her to dye her hair pink, like, she wouldn't do that. Yeah. But if the number one person in your life that gives you all the loving and all the boning and kissing <laughs> hates something about you, you better fix it. Yeah. It's easier to do that, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, he's not grown it for a year, so I'd say finish no. out the month and... 
Right. And you're good to go. At least one. I mean, maybe he's doing it to raise money for cancer. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like a true November. Yeah. But yeah, you know, if you want to stand your ground and fine, I, I don't think you have to make it a battle. No. But just make it the path, path of least resistance. And then maybe when I you say. do shave it off, like she'll be so grateful. Yes. And, uh, you know, get a little something. That maybe, maybe play, have some time with her beard. With her beard. Her bearded clam. <laughs> and he's right. I've never told a girl, like, you need to shave down there because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really I'll care at all. Right. It's, it's, it's still there. Um, so let's, let's do a couple more questions. Oh, it's so funny. Which one of you Cobros has a higher IQ? Oh, it's a good question. It's a great question because yeah. Eddie and I are both operating at extremely high levels. Extremely high levels. Of IQ. I, I would think that you do though. You really think so? You like got straight A's and stuff. Yeah. But I think that a lot of that had more to do with just, I studied a ton. Okay. Like then- I put in way more work cause I needed to compensate for me. Not naturally being as smart. Okay, then I'm then I'm smarter. Then. What'd you get on the SATs? I didn't. I took the ACTs because I went to UNR. Oh, okay. Took the SATs. See, I only got like a, like a twelve something on my SATs, which oh. I don't think is bad. Yeah. But I don't think it's like you're going to MIT. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember what the scale is for ACTs. To be honest, I, think, I feel like I got like a twenty-eight. Okay, that right. That's. I was gonna say. I think I got or like something 29. like that. <laughs> you motherfucker! I don't want to brag, but uh. uh. Well, you know what kills me is that my wife got a higher SAT score than me. Oh, did she? Yes, <laughs> by like twenty points. Wow, just okay. enough. <laughs> just yeah, just enough. Just enough for you to resent her for the rest of your oh, life. Oh gosh, but I got a higher ACT. Okay. I didn't even know if so they even take both? those. I took both. Why'd you take both, you nerd? Because I was so college bound, Eddie. <laughs> I even took like an SAT class i had some cd rom horse shit what yeah yeah i didn't i didn't study at all <sighs> i studied too much <laughs> i wasted time studying yeah the other day i saw a cousin of mine who i never ever see and she was going to college and i said honestly my number one advice to you is to not study yeah it's a fucking dick around <laughs> yeah. and i said that in front of her mom and her mom was like yeah he's right it's I, yeah it's totally true I, I had a friend i remember we both had the same math class and mm-hmm. I never went to class. I never studied. And I got an A in the class. And he would go to every class. Mm-hmm. He's like, what? You fucking want my notes now, bro? Right. Like, no, dude, I'm good. I don't, I don't want your notes. Right. And he was just, he was always like pissed that mm-hmm. I like would get good grades. And he had to study for so long. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to go smoke some more weed. Right. And uh, <laughs> I'll and see you goof later. Goof around. Yeah. See, that's what colleges don't want you to know is just get C's and B's. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I know what really made the presidential election a big difference is what Hillary Clinton's GPA was <laughs> exactly when she dude. was in college. No, none of the employers I've ever worked for have ever asked for my SAT scores, right? Or any type of like college transcript. It's a great big lie. Yeah, it really is. Like any industry, and it's the stuff you learn outside of class. All going to college says is here's a person that can do something for four years. Yeah. Which is that, not really and, that big of a deal. And someone who can fucking learn some shit. Like right. Easily, you know what I mean? Like Unless you're like going to med school yeah, or like yeah, engineering. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you have a degree that matters. <laughs> but if you have a soft degree in like business. Liberal arts. Or liberal arts. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yeah. And nobody cares about that shit. So, yes, that's the moral of the story. Mm. If you're listening to us and you're in college... Just fuck around. Not that I have to tell you. It must be so easy to dick around to in college because when we were in school, you know, a hundred years ago, since you and I are so old, but there was barely any internet. There was no iPhones. You know, we had to do like old school. It was harder to meet people and talk to people. Yeah. Video games were worse. Yeah. Like nowadays, it must be super easy to dick off. Weed's legal in California. <laughs> You know, I mean, what are you going to be, 18 to smoke weed, you think? Or will it be 21? That's in high school. You'd be smoking weed legally in high school. Oh, yeah. So it's probably 21. Yeah, it's probably equal to alcohol. Which is foolish. Yeah. I think they've in some places you have to be 21 to smoke cigarettes now. Oh, really? And I'm kind of okay with that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, you can go to jail and you can go to war, but you can't smoke cigarettes (laughs) because you don't know any better, you youngster. (laughs) All right, let's do. What are we time we got here? Uh, that's enough. Let's okay. go. <laughs> that's enough. So, all right, what do we got here? So, every week I mentioned Amanda Hug and Kiss. Oh, no, wait, one more thing. One more thing. Our store. 
Oh, yeah. store.saveforthe-show.com. It's the holidays. And you know what I did? Like such a holiday person. I made a offer code, save it, <laughs> one word, and you get 15% off. Oh, awesome. Everything in the store. Nice. For, I guess, I don't know, a week or 10 days or... You should do it like the 10 days of Christmas. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The show launches tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then for the... Is it 10 days of Christmas? Starting December 1st? I don't know when... when Whatever. Are, I, right? I don't know. <laughs> like, what, are we going to have like a groundswell here? And <laughs> so many people want this code. Oh, my God. If the only thing holding you back from buying merchandise is this 15%, <laughs> You can have 15% off. Yeah. Like, I don't care. The thought that you're going to have our clothes. Maybe I should just make everything in the store 15% cheaper. <laughs> and then fine. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Right now, offer code save it. You can get your mug and your hat and your shirt and have a great time. Yes. All right. So otherwise, every week, our friend... We didn't do a real treat. Oh, shit. Yeah. We didn't do a real treat. Yeah. All right. Let's just do a real treat real okay. quick. It's that time again. My goodness, I'm not used to doing a real treat <laughs> this deep in the show. My yeah. notes are all over the place. Well, every week, Eddie and I like to share something we're digging. We call it our real treat, whether it's a movie, an experience, a food, um, 300 Coors Lights, and 20 shots of Fireball, like whatever we did over Thanksgiving break. But Eddie, what's what's your real treat this week? So um, the day before Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. Ariane Loss came into town, and yes, um, we did some drinking that night. Mm -hmm. And I didn't I didn't have dinner. We had those like crackers and cheese and meat. Like, oh yeah, yeah, butter. yeah. So that mixed with a bunch of beer and some shots. Um, went to bed, woke up a little hungover, but mm -hmm. my stomach was all gurgly. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. a little lactose intolerant too, so I'm sure the cheese had something to do with sure. that. Sure. Farts, oh, horrible, horrible farts. I like that you're lactose intolerant and you say, I don't care. I don't give a I'm I mean, still eating cheese. Yeah, it doesn't make me like shit. It just makes me really, right. really gassy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's so, fine. That's so a, I'm that's having. A, that's a feature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As they say. So I'm having like these gurgly, bubbly, stinky farts. Right. right? And I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym this morning. So it's it's Thanksgiving morning. Good for you. And I decided to go to the gym and it's fucking packed, man. Wow. So many people there. Um, and so I'm walking and I, th I think I'm by myself and I need a fart. So I'm, yeah, of course, oh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let one go. Uh -huh. And I knew it wasn't going to be loud or anything right. like that, but I knew it was going to be really stinky. Yeah. So I thought I was by myself and I'm walking and it's that, that walkway towards going towards the kids play area. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I do, but only I, but only, that's only fine. You do, yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm, and I'm, I'm about to let it go. And this little kid is running to the kid's play area, uh -huh. looking back in his mom. So he doesn't see where he's going. Oh, geez. Turns around, like it turns his head at the <laughs> very perfect moment to run right into my ass. Oh my gosh. As I fart. No. <laughs> This is your real treat. <laughs> this is my real treat. It Not was his. Hilarious. To That's me, so dude. funny. Like, I let it go and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Right. And I turned and went to the water fountain, like got out of there because I knew it was going to smell. Right. And so he like, he, he, he smelled it. Like you could yeah. see it on his face and he almost cried. Like he bumped into me like he was embarrassed, but I think it might be tears from the gas. Just burning. Just threw in his face. Burning him. Yeah. And I'm sure his mom smelled it as she walked through it too. But could you imagine if she's like, "Billy, did you shit in your <laughs> pants?" Or what if he, yeah, like passed out? That would have been or amazing. barfed or something <laughs> terribly, and the mom got all mad at you. Sued me. Like, did you <laughs> fart on my son? Yeah, I've never farted on a, a kid that I don't know before. Yeah, I've done it to like my cousins. Right. Know? But, uh, and it, it really like honestly energized the rest of my workout. I was you were like, pumped up. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good story for the show. That's just what you needed exactly. to do. I like, I, that's a move that I wish I could do more on my boys, but it's a total do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> like I want to fart on them, but I don't want them farting on each other <laughs> exactly. or fighting yeah. or, you know, if I ever fart on my wife or something <laughs> like that, it's such a double standard. Like if you fart in bed and it stinks, you're in trouble. <laughs> You're in real trouble. My wife takes such offense to it as if I, like, I meant to do it. Like I wanted to make her mad. I love when my wife farts in bed and it's disgusting, which is kind of rare. Yeah. And she's so embarrassed. Yes. And Apologetic. I just, oh my God, I'm so sorry, honey. <laughs> I think it's adorable. It's so adorable. All right, my real treat this week is, you know, it's funny that you said your 
lactose intolerant because mine's about cheese <laughs> unrelated i i follow buzzfeed or tasty or one of those things and they have this new product called the fawn doodler okay which sounds like you know the fun diddler <laughs> yeah. was your nickname in college but the fawn doodler fondue like cheese mm-hmm. doodler like a pen it's like a hot glue gun for cheese Oh, okay. And it's like exactly like a hot glue gun. You stuff cheese in it, it melts it, and it creates like a, a cheese whiz glue okay. that you can use to cook with or for fun. And I thought that looks great. That's <laughs> one of those things as seen on TV, I feel like I'd buy, use once, yeah. and never use again. <laughs> like I got for Christmas one year Star Wars pancakes, like forms. Oh, okay. And you can make Star Wars pancakes. I use them like twice (laughs) and then you forget about them and they get put away and they're kind of a pain in the ass. And you know, I should bring those back out though. Maybe this weekend. You should sell them, man. It's probably, yeah, you're probably right. Some nerds out there. You're probably right. (laughs) Or for my kids, you surprise your kids with pancakes and they get pumped. Yeah. That's when you know your kids don't care about shit anymore is when you say, Hey, I'll make pancakes. And they don't go, yeah, (laughs) fucking pancakes, dad. (laughs) My kids are still pumped about that. All right. Now the show's over yes. for reels this time, Eddie. And at the end of every show, Amanda Hug and Kiss creates a song for us based on a bit or a joke from an old show. This bit, this sifstery, is from episode 171 of the show, which is, goodness, that's a solid year ago. And the song is called Beer Bottles for Breakfast by Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And I think this has something to do with drinking. It's a, a clip about drinking. So that's oh, it. I thought you meant the song. I was like, well, it doesn't have beer bottles in it. Uh, no, I think our clip is about drinking too. Okay. So stick around for that. And that's all. So otherwise, this has been episode 219 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Just try on me, my say. I'm starting to realize, too, maybe, that we drink way more than normal people. Because we had a guy with us that was Eddie and I and another family. Mm -hmm. And we drank, like, beer. We did fireball shots. We did champagne at one point. Mm -hmm. And I still felt, I felt good. Yeah. But reasonable. And this other poor guy that was with us, I don't think he, he just, he wasn't feeling good. No. It was too much. He's not a professional oh, man. like us. It's uh, it's weird because I, I, I felt, for the most part, fine. Like, I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, dizzy or anything. But I don't remember, like, going to bed. Oh, okay. Like, I, I woke up and I was like, when, when the fuck did I get into bed? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't remember that part. But, like, I remember everything else and I didn't feel hung over the next day. So. Right. Well, that's the thing, too. You were at my house. And so your brain, the way I think it works is I think it's hard to get super drunk and hungover at home. It's a lot easier doing it somewhere else. Yeah. And then when you get home, I almost feel like your body just says, like, unbuckles the belt. (laughs) And, like, it almost, like, this is how I've always felt. If I'm at a bar and I'm at, like, a seven drunk, Mm -hmm. when I get home, I'm way more drunk all of a sudden, I feel like. And like you said, I kind of don't remember going to bed. I remember getting home. (laughs) But then it's almost like your brain finally gives up. Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) And it finally just says, you're blacking out because I need to shut off that part of the house (laughs) in order to keep the lights on (laughs) in another part of the house. That makes sense, man. That's how I feel. Your brain's like, oh, finally I can relax. I was trying to make sure that you didn't seem too drunk. Right. Around everyone else. Exactly. So you drove home (laughs) and your whole of your shit was firing. (laughs) It's like, you know, the best you'll ever drive is when you've had like three and a half drinks (laughs) and you're on the edge and you're just like, I'm going 45 miles. That's what cops should do. Anyone going the speed limit is probably drunk. Pull those motherfuckers over. Not the guy going, you know, 80. Yeah. He's sober, just a bad driver. So anyhow, we drink a lot, I guess, is the moral of the story. There's a smoke song on down the street that used to be famous. Beer bottles for breakfast. Yes, the only thing on the shelf. Beer bottles for breakfast. Just try on a beer myself. Bottles for breakfast. I didn't say it was gonna be painless. 
tried to tell you last night, but your mind was one way. Do not enter. Tried to tell you last night I was mad, but you wouldn't hear that at all. Now this beer bottle's for breakfast. And a pretty face that looks so mean Tried to tell you last night it was gonna turn your green So moving one time with someone's trying to be kind And in the end they got hit By beer bottles for breakfast Beer bottles for breakfast It's the only thing on the shelf Beer bottles for breakfast Just try to be myself Beer bottles for breakfast I didn't say it was gonna be painless Tried to tell you last night but your mind was one way Do not enter Tried to tell you last night I was mad, but you wouldn't hear that at all. Now there's beer bottles for breakfast. Beer bottles for breakfast. It's the only thing on the shelf. Beer. Bottles for breakfast Go suck a dick Big time dick <laughs> It's that time of year You should be helping your fellow man or woman Yeah